Uh, what was that? Uh, that was just <laughs> how I talk in the morning. Uh, hey, welcome to the first full-length episode of I'm Sorry Dad podcast. This is uh, Ryan Dune or Ryan Dune. This is Brandon Calvillo or Brandon Calvillo. Yeah, I think we might have even made these joke name jokes in this episode. Already? I don't know. I think so. I, I'm not sure. Well, I, I've, we... lis- I've listened to our podcast like a million times, and I'm getting episodes confused. Oh, oh. I'll tell you what, dude. We... Speaking of podcasts, we have a podcast. <laughs> I was wondering why we were talking into mics. <laughs> I forgot that we had a podcast. Yeah. Yep. It's just so natural to us. But uh, yeah, dude, we, we got some reviews. People listen to it. Nice. What, so, did they, what did they find folks on the internet say? Uh, there's uh, like 54 reviews, which I was shocked by. Hey, Ralph, stop eating paint chips. Yeah. My cat, Ralph, is currently in the corner eating paint chips. Stop eating paint chips. You'll hey, probably die. I got to go over there and stop her. Yep. I'll give commentary. Okay, Rye is is getting Ralph now. He's picking her up. He's putting her on the ground, and uh, oh, he he appears to be uh, uh, giving her a nice massage. Okay, Just I'm kidding. back. Huh? I said okay, I'm back. Idiot. Oh, you are shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. We got some uh, reviews, and uh, we're in the we were we're in the top 100 of comedy podcasts. So I, I was shocked to see how many numbers are there. Like, is there like 250 spots? I think there's 200. Un- really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, uh, What's the number one in comedy? Uh, usually Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan Experience Podcast. And also, sometimes our good friends, Jason Nash and David Dob- Dobrik, are number one. In com- Really? They've been number one in the world. Jesus. Which I resent. I I'm mean, kidding, I'm we, kidding. no, I don't resent that at all. That's awesome. I just didn't, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Just because, like, they haven't been doing it for that long. No, I know. Well, I mean, they're super popular, so yeah, that's how it is. It's it's all Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave Brandon a weird look. Uh, anyways, let's get the show on the road. Uh, yeah, thank you for reviewing and rating. That helps us go up on the chats. Mm. So keep doing that if you like the podcast. Uh, and what else? What do I want to say? I, I, I'll say this. I'm hungover right now. You're always hungover. No, right? I am not. Yeah, you are. Don't whenever, make me sound like that. Whenever I come over, you're always like, oh, man, I drank too much last night. Not every time. Yep. Stop. Pretty much. No. It's all right. Whenever time I come over, I just look like I just escaped from Osama bin Laden's bunker. Yeah. You, so. look, you look pretty terrorizing right now. Yeah. Or or you were just terrorized and you escaped or whatever. Either or. Yeah. All right. Or I just fu- haven't shaved. Yeah, you just haven't shaved. Pretty much. I haven't shaved in a while. I, I'm looking pretty gross right now. Yeah. Not feeling too good about myself. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't be. <laughs> well, thank you. You shouldn't be. No, I'm just kidding. You look fantastic. You're wearing a Seinfeld shirt. <laughs> you know. Thanks. I used to write in the show when I was in fifth grade. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. The day I um, uploaded the podcast to iTunes, hmm. even just seeing my own podcast on my app, I was like, "Oh my god, I made it!" Yeah. E- even though anyone can do it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, like, oh. I was like, oh, look, it's me. Ah. It's, a, it's a little victories yep. you get in life, you know. I had a good day that day. Yeah. Up, uploaded the first pod. Mm-hmm. And I had a good set at a comedy club. It was a good day. Nice. And then I went home and uh, I masturbated. And that's how I, uh, that's how I had a, uh, uh, oh, no, I'm too hungover. We can't post this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this episode started. You want to tell them what we talked about? Do you remember? Um, is this the first episode? Yeah. We talk about... Um, team 10, yep. quite a bit. Then we talk about <laughs> <laughs> ourselves, uh, and then we talk about, um, 
just, I don't know, life experiences? I guess so, yeah. It's kind of what happens after. We pretty much interview ourselves as a good little introduction, you know. We're, we're our own first guests. You could call it a Q&A of sorts. Indeed. And then uh, next week we will have Jason Nash on the show. Um, oh, yeah. We got to say this. We had some uh, audio issues. Hey, why don't you stop texting me? Fucking uh, who, who just texted you? Sorry. It's just my girl, you know. Oh, uh, who's that? What's her first and last name and address? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, no, it's my brother. Oh, cool. I don't have a girl. Um, yeah, so we had some audio. <laughs> that sounded so sad. I don't have a girl. It's like, it's my brother. I don't have a girl. Well, at least he has a girl's name. That's true. Jesse. Well, actually, that song, Jesse's Girl. Yeah, I know. It's a, per- I know. It's a, it's a male name. He's a male spelling. He is. Masculine spelling. Mm. Uh, but I want to tell... Huge the- vagina on that guy. Oh, yeah. Huge vag. Mm. Gaping. <laughs> oh, by the way, so we're pretty crude, mm. right? Yep. We got a comment. Someone said, like, unapologetically crude. And they were like, love it. Keep it up. I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Because, uh, you know, what you want. S- sometimes I... Uh, Limit what I do in my videos, because uh, that's how I make an income. Yeah. But on this podcast, I say, fuck it, dog. Yeah. We it's gonna great. go balls to the walls, dog. It's fucking liberating. You can talk about whatever you want. You can talk about gaping holes. Yep. And, and I can swear, watch. Fuck. Shit. Cunt. Um, what else is there? Fuck shit, cunt. Pussy. Pussy. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait. wait. Uh, balls. Asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Twat. All right. Easy enough. Come dumpster. <laughs> Stop describing your brother, Jesse. Uh, I don't know what to say there. Sorry, Jesse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get this shit on the roll. On the roll? What? Get this shit on the rocks. Road? Uh, well, Let's on the, the show on the road. There it is. Get, wait, let's get this thing on the roll. Let's get this butter on the roll, baby. Uh, audio We've issues. already lost so many people. Stop though. talking over me. <laughs> 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 Let me tell them about the fucking audio issues. All right, guys. So we have some audio issues. Our, our producer, Adam, uh, wasn't very good at producing. Uh, it wasn't his fault, though. His laptop kept crashing. So we had to stop recording to save this episode and then start, started to record again. And I spliced it up with some interludes of your favorite song, which is called It's Every Day, Bro <laughs> by Team 10. <laughs> So a lot has happened to Team Ten since this podcast. Yeah, this is kind of out of date, but it whatever. Is. Yeah, who cares? It's still kind of relevant. We're more talking about like, you know, who they yeah, are. Yeah, good, good, good description there. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about, you know, no, we're talking about it's it's whatever. Just listen to it. All right. And what else? Did we that's it. We oh, we got some mic clipping when we when we use a word with the P in it. It kind of mm-hmm. clips the mic. So. Just, uh, oh, yeah, I, I went. Sor- sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah, you had a strong P sound. P's. Your, your P's and Q's P's were really popping. Q's and P's. But, uh, that's about it. This is the first ever full length episode of I'm Sorry Dad podcast. And, uh, before I <clears throat> press stop record, I want to let you guys know that I have a live show at the Hollywood Improv this Wednesday, August 2nd, 8 p.m., with, uh, Miel Bredo, Miel Monster, Jay Walker. 80 Fitz, the beatboxer, and it's going to be a good fucking show. Mm. And Brandon Calvillo might not be, be there. And he might be in the audience. Are you going to go? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you've seen it a bunch of times. I've already. seen your, your stand-up so much now that, like, I just now want to go, boo, <laughs> oh, and throw you. tomatoes. Even though I like your stand-up, <laughs> I just want to be that guy that does that. Dude, I just posted my first ever clip of my stand-up online just yesterday. Mm. And uh, 
there was a, a heckler involved, so I knew it would get good views. Sure. Or, actually, I wasn't sure. But uh, it's got over 100,000 views on ins- my Instagram account. Oh, my God. And I'm happy about it. That's great. I'm funny in it. It's great. Thank you. You don't, I don't believe that you're, you, you mean that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You practically had your eyes closed when you said that. That's great. It's great. All right. It's great. All right. Tell them to enjoy this episode. What if they don't? Then they can go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> we are the I'm sorry, dad boys, and we don't give a fuck. They're the dry sex kids. <laughs> we get a lot of comments saying, yeah. I'm a dry sex kid. It's funny. Not. I don't think we should really have them call themselves that, maybe. Why not? They'll call themselves what they want. All right. All right, Brandon. All right. Hey, guys. Yeah, enjoy this podcast. Um, and Rye, uh, love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, bro. <laughs> yeah. Can't handle this. Y'all don't know what's about to happen, baby. Team 10. Los Angeles, Cali boy. But I'm from Ohio, though. White boy. It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Five mil on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pest all the competition, man. PewDiePie is next. Man, I'm popping all these checks. Got the brand new Rolex. And then we do this. Let's redo it. And I'm coming with the crew. Let's recreate magic. Can't. I didn't think you were going to use that anymore. <laughs> probably right. Alright. You ready? It's a good theme song. It is, a, it's a good opener. This is a good opener for the podcast, right? Just this part. Didn't have. Ah, check, 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 check. There you go. Alright. Yes. Chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. A chickity check it's sorry. Cool. A chick- okay. Dude, that was good. Thank you. A chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. A chickity check. Are we recording? Oh, we're recording. Chickity check. Chickity check. I might have to edit out that beginning, but we're recording right now. Chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. A chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hey, what's up, party people? Welcome to Chickity Check Yourself Before You Begin to Wreck Yourself podcast with Rod Dillon and Brand Calvillo. Brandon, tell them what time it is. What time it is right now? We about to chickity check what time it is right now oh shit it is 10 12 i gotta get going that's the podcast for today thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh, uh well, hey welcome to our podcast uh-huh my name is rye dune or ryan dune whatever you might know me from the internet yeah and my co-host here is you want me to say yeah, you said it's Brandon Calvio. It's Brandon Calvio. Cool, that's good. I forgot your name. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've I only mean, known each other for like three years. I do that like, a lot. You forget for, people's names? Not you, but like people's names. I'll introduce people, and uh-huh. I'll be like, "Hey, this is my friend Adam," and then I'll stop and wait for Adam to say hi, or wait for the other person to introduce themselves to Adam. Sure. Then I'm like, "Ah, that's their name." Oh, but like people you've already met before. Yeah, like like girls I just banged. Sure. We roll over and be like, that's my boy Adam to your left. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, that's good. That was a good little joke. That's a good joke. That was a good little joke. Nice I little ruined joke. it with that stupid voice. It's all right. 
Anyways, this podcast, guys, <laughs> to those of you listening, Brandon and I have teamed up to do a podcast yeah. with a general premise of uh, mm-hmm. keeping you updated on our lives and our goals, our dreams, and we want to interview our local our <laughs> local, <laughs> local <laughs> friends, <laughs> not our friends that are national. We want to interview friends and maybe people we don't know and, yeah. and ask them what it's like to you know pursue what they're pursuing, because not, not a lot of people do what they want to do, and we are two people who are actively trying to do that. Adam, the producer, is in the room. He's also doing it, but he doesn't have a microphone, so So keep your fucking mouth shut, Adam. Just fucking (laughs) just make sure file saves. Yeah. Uh, Twat. (laughs) Side note, the reason why we're making fun of Adam is because we just recorded our first podcast, and then it uh, crashed on Adam's stupid old fat laptop. 35 (laughs) minutes of gold just gone because you (laughs) fucking... Your old ass left. I'm just kidding, Adam. I don't. We don't care. So now it's we're fine. starting again. But yeah, it's, it's okay. You know what? I feel looser. This has already been more funny than the last one. Yeah, you think? Uh, that my whole. Uh, yeah. That's my buddy Adam. That was a good one. That was that was good. This is a good little. This is a good little nugget of a joke. And the whole tell him what time it is thing. Uh huh. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We're uh, on a roll. Uh, I, what? Uh, we lost it. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, yes, we don't know the name of this podcast yet, but the premise is going to be Brandon and I shooting the shit, updating you, and we want to interview friends and say, what's good? And that's it, and then they leave. And I, I would also, in turn, maybe not in turn, but I think if we do, if our premise is generally like, let's talk about uh, you know, doing what we want in life, Yeah, it might encourage listeners to do what they want in life, to leave their families behind uh-huh. and... Move to Costa Rica and live yeah. like a king. Yeah, I think it's going to encourage kids to do drugs. <laughs> I think we're going to inspire a lot of kids to take up uh, crystal meth. That's cool. Hope so. Are bath salts still cool? They were never cool, right? <laughs> they were just but, on the news. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it makes you eat people's faces. It's true. So that's cool. That guy was just, he made he gave bath salts a bad name. Right. I've tripped really well on bath salts. You know, bath salts combine two of my favorite things, baths. And, and salt. And salt. And I lied. Well, I don't why are those baths. your two favorite things? Salt is your favorite? <laughs> I've never heard a guy say, salt's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stay far away from that, man. He probably lives in Russia. Yeah, you see Salt. What, what happened there was I was trying to make a joke. Yeah. It didn't work out. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> there, you can't win them all. You can't. And no. I don't. I lose most of the time. Yeah. I'm surprised you're still on the team. Team 10? Yo, what a nice little segue. I'm on Team 10. Do you want to talk about Team 10? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I don't really have an opinion th- on him. I think it's funny. I mean, sure. What is Team 10? It's Jake Paul and his crew. Team 10 is Jake Paul, like, you know that movie, uh, any, any sports movie like Dodgeball or like something like Bad News Bears where it's, uh, you know, it's the main guy who's rounding up a, a group of ragtag people that are all different, mm-hmm. you know. That are, and but he's making sure he has some different ethnicities. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, and that's literally what Jake Paul do, did: is he went to like different states and he met up with people, being like, "Oh, you're hot. You want to be famous?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure." And they're like, "Do I have to do anything else?" And like, "No, you just come with me." <laughs> and and that's literally all that or it is is that he went from. I'm pretty sure he found uh, Alyssa Violet in like Wisconsin at a coffee bean or some shit. And just was like, yo, I'm going to make you big. Because he's like wow. Dr. Dre voice. Damn, dude. 
So, yeah. so kids, if you're listening, you don't have to work hard. Just nope. hang out in coffee beans. Yeah, just just be hot and work at a Starbucks, and hopefully someone finds you. And hopefully Jake Paul will come around <laughs> and just be like, yo. Yeah. Yo, I'm going to make you big. Fuck stress. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get that reference because yeah, it's an inside joke. Watch. No one but us gets. Yeah, let's just keep it yeah. that way too. You know what, Team Ten? I, you know, I'm. Uh, I guess I don't really think about them a lot. I don't either. I just it's funny because you wrote it down on your thing. Yeah, you? now, right. So I was just like, okay, let's segue into that. I did write a note of Team you, Ten. You wrote a note, so we talk about Team Ten. So you, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> we can't live this down. So we, we're gonna just talk. But I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I'm not that guy that's just filled with hate. Right. As, as you know, despite what most people think, I actually hate like yourself. To, yeah, and that's most of my time spent there. But right. no, it's um, I I hate. I like if I even if I met those kids like Team Ten and Jake Paul, I wouldn't hate them. I'd just be like, oh, they're. I, I don't. I don't hate them now. Right. Right. I yeah. don't. It's just. They're I'm doing... not gonna watch their stuff because yeah, yeah. it doesn't appeal to me as a consumer. Right, right. It's That's for it. kids. Yeah, it's for little boys, which is totally fine. It's for little baby boys. Jake Paul is mad fuckable, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, he is pretty fucking dope, Daddy. Yep. <laughs> I'd suck on his little nipples and whack whack him with my dick. Wow. <laughs> so you you do sex? Do you, I do sex? You whack people with your dick? Only Jake Paul. Oh, all right. Sweet. No, that's it's like whack a mole. Just whack a ball. Whack a hole. Whack a... Oh, we lost it. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't care. What about you? Do you give a shit? No, I don't. And I actually... I'm getting bored of talking about them. <laughs> no, it's just because everybody, like... Online... It's such an easy target. Because everyone's, like, making videos about like how much they suck and how much Jake Paul's music videos sucked. And I'm like, Oh really? Yeah. It's not like that shit was planned out to be like not a good music video. I really feel like that was a strategic, like we're going to make this bad music video (laughs) so that every person who's huge on YouTube talks shit about it. And so that way the music video gets more numbers and that way we make more money. And then that way, like, and we'll also start drama. Like I think the Logan Paul thing, Jake Paul, drama which if you're unfamiliar with it it's it's literally just like Jake Paul has a group of people called the Jake Paulers and Logan Paul has a group his his fans are called the Low Gang right and uh so there's two fans that are split up and they they started this beef that surround that was initiated by Alyssa Violet. I don't, I'm not sure on the details, but I'm pretty sure Logan fucked Alyssa or something. Oh. And he and she was uh, Jake's girl. Oh, shit. I, I don't know if this is fictional or not, but I'm almost positive that it is. Oh, and, man. And that it was just created to start drama on YouTube uh, so that they can get more views. Right, right. You know. Smart. L- Logan's good at what he does. He's a good businessman. Indeed. I yep. met him... I met him when uh, we were both just starting on Vine, which sounds silly to say. Yeah. But uh, we were both at Jerome Jaws' apartment in New York City. New York. Oh, I combined two, two impressions there. <laughs> New York City. Let's <laughs> ease <laughs> up on those. And there was a moment where we were, we were, it was me and the Paul brothers staying at, at Jerome's for like a weekend. Yeah. Just making content. Mm. There was a moment where I realized like, wow, I am very different from Logan Paul. It was one morning at Jerome's. We were getting ready to just go out and start our day. 
And Logan spent a good, like, 10 minutes in front of the mirror uh, dancing with his shirt off, just, like, looking at himself. He's like, dude, I got to get pumped, dude. Which, that, are I'm you not, serious? Yes, and I'm not, I don't think that's a bad thing, but he, I, I could just never bring myself to look at myself in the mirror and be like, fuck yeah, dude. Here we go. The day's about to start. <laughs> that's like some shit out of like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something. Not even like that's like a remember that scene from American Psycho when uh, he's fucking the girl and flexing oh, yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what that sounds like a little. Except not fucking a girl. Actually, come to think of it, Logan was fucking Jerome, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, this is super inside baseball. I wonder if anyone listening right now. Oh, they, 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 know they know about they they, know. anybody listening knows about that shit. Okay, yeah, you're right. Especially yeah. in the first first episode. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it, it's a smart. It's smart. It's a smart business move. It's not much else. And Logan has uh, started selling merch. Yeah, uh, there's a new campaign. Be a maverick. It's, Great. It's like the slogan, something like, uh, "Don't do what society tells you to do. Be a maverick." But at the same time, Logan is like a stereotypical bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's a stereotypical, like, jock yeah. character who's like, yo, bro, let's go kill it, fam. You know what Sweet. I'm saying? Lit, bro, yeah. fam, bae. So, so, I mean, I'm not hating on his marketing and his company. but no, it's going to sell. I just thought it was a little funny. Like, do something different. Yeah. Just, just be a jock. Yeah. <laughs> do something different. Be like everyone else. <laughs> Wear my merch. But yeah, anyways, let's talk about us. Let's talk about you, Brandy. Adam, producer, you're... What's up? Hand signals? It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Those hand signals meant Adam stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having some technical difficulties with this episode. It's fine. You can maybe edit it or not. Yeah, we probably will. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll edit it a little cool. bit together. Yeah, just edit it. It's but fine. hopefully on the next podcast, it'll be a little smoother, Adam. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Good. Because we don't want to have a word with you. Mm-hmm. Adam. He's right. Anyways, guys, Adam's, so cry- sorry. Adam's crying in the corner. Yeah, this is my good friend, uh, Adam Hansen, uh, music producer, drummer. I've known him for years, and he's helping us record this podcast. Uh, Very helping? Nice. Is he helping? I don't know. He's going well, like, to ruin uh, it. No, he's helping. No, of course Adam's helping. He can't help the fact that the computer crashed on him. Uh, he could buy a brand new one for $4,000. <laughs> <laughs> Guys listening, I had a laptop stolen. Just had to buy a new one. It cost me like three thousand, not four thousand. But it hurts, dude. Yeah, no, it's a it lot does. of money. It, that's four thousand dollars. Three. That was three. I couldn't. I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't do it. I had to. Sure. Did you sell your old one? <laughs> no, it got stolen. Oh shit! Yeah, that's why right. I had to. You had to, God, dude. I had I nothing. Did. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about. Us, Brandy. Okay. So you went through puberty online. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Now, before on our first original podcast that we just recorded that crashed, I had asked you when you started knowing that you wanted to get into film. So let's uh-huh. just do that again. Sure. That was interesting. Uh, no, I just I knew it since I can remember thinking like what I want to be when I'm older. Like those thoughts of what do I want to do? It was always like I want to make movies and be a. I it was even like I want to be a director. It wasn't like I want to make movies. It was just <laughs> nice. like I I knew what that was. I was like I want to be a director. <laughs> that sounds cool. That's so um, funny. And yeah, I just that was always the goal. I've never anything else. It was always that. Hmm. So that's cool. And um, when did you start actively pursuing it? Was it, was it Vine? 
It was in in high school. I would make little short films, uh, right. like three minutes long, um, with my friends in high like who were my um, who who were in class with me and shit. We I was in video production class, and uh, we would that would be the assignment was to make a short film like almost every week, like a different kind. And so I, I, I that was it. A, an assignment in your class because it was video production. All oh, right, it was a specific. <laughs> it was an elective. It was video production, so we had to learn how to edit. Sweet. We had to learn how to shoot. How On to what? Work a camera. Compu- On what? Like Final what Cut Pro. Oh, nice, dude. Like not like iMovie. It was like Final Cut Pro. Sweet. Um, we've I so I learned how to do that there. I learned how to film. I learned how to you know. Just do all that, and it was super fun. And then high school ended, and then you I had, was like... You had nothing. Yeah, I was just like... I was <laughs> like Brooks at the end of Shawshank, just had no clue what to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you hung, so you hung yourself. I was about to, and then I got a little notification from uh, my friend that said, bro, have you, checked out, uh, have you checked out Vine? And I look at it, and the first thing I watch is... Me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was you. You want to know the first the first Vine I ever saw was from a guy who was Maxwell. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he was my favorite. He was like one of my favorite Viners, and I saw his, and it was the funniest thing ever. I think it was like he had a banana. He was like, "Oh, I got a banana. Yeah. I got to peel it," and it was a it was shaped like a cock. Right. And then so and he's like kind of hesitant to eat it, and he's he's about to put it in his mouth, and then the the cock sprays cum. Right. Like a comical amount of cum into his mouth. And I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then I, was, I kept getting into it from there. And then I was just like, oh, I should make these, maybe. <laughs> just, to, just so that I can like, talk to who is Maxwell. That was why I first started making them. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. We got to get him on the pod. I don't know. I think he's dead. <laughs> like, I don't know where he is. He's alive. Who is Maxwell was one of, like, the first popular Viner ever. One yeah. of the, him and like, Will Sasso. Yeah. He was like the first uh, normal, normal guy. S- social media Star, really? We well, all. I mean, well, there was YouTubers. No, I know, but like this new breed yeah, of yeah. social media star people, like that. He was the the first, and one he, of the first, and he was a person who wasn't in it for the fame at all. He was just making cool videos, and then when he started getting famous, he, he backed had, off. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he was an artist before that. I think he was a painter yeah. or, or some shit, and then he. Or, Animation. He did animation. And then Vine came around, and then he just started making these really funny videos. Yep. Yeah. Who is Maxwell, if you're listening? We miss you. Yeah, we do. And we hope you're okay. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I hope you're not dead, because <laughs> I, I, I would suck if you were dead. So Vine happened, uh-huh. and that gave you opportunities to pursue your dreams. Well, sort of. I mean, it was like, you know... Because I, I loved making vines with my family, and and that because that's who the only people I could. Because I lived in um, Orange County, which is just shitty suburban neighborhood where nothing's happening. And so my family, uh, I would have them be in stuff, and I would like think of little sketches, and I would tell them what to say. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like directing a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of directing my family, and uh, and then when when people started to hit me up and be like, hey, I want to collab with you. Then I was like, oh, um, okay. And then we came out to L.A. and then started filming with people. And then it was like, because almost everybody I was filming with were like actors before Vine. Yeah. So it was like I was filming, I was like writing sketches and shooting them <laughs> with actors. And I was like, this is way, this is amazing. This nice. is so much fun. Cool. Um, but yeah. So, so yeah. What about you? What, like Me? Like with, with Vine... Start like where were you when Vine was 
the round? I first, well said. Where you Remember when I first heard about it? I was driving my ex-girlfriend's Saturn. It's a car, not not the planet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's an awesome joke. <laughs> Good one there, fella. <laughs> There's a, guy, joke. there's a guy's driving a Saturn right now. They're going, ha! <laughs> That's good. Uh, and I was listening to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. I was addicted to podcasts. Still am. Happy to, happy to be making, making one now. Uh, and uh, his co-host, Brian Redband, mentioned Vine and how Will Sasso was making stuff on it. He mentioned it for like three seconds before Joe dismissed it. But I heard Will Sasso was making stuff on this new thing. And I went home, tried it out. and Because I wanted to see if I thought I was funny. I wanted to... I didn't have editing skills or, like, I didn't even have a camera. Sure. So I just pieced together some funny clips to see if I had good, like, physical timing and shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, this is fun. And I was making myself laugh. Yeah. Then uh, my family started seeing them. They was making them laugh. Like, friends were like, this is fucking hilarious, dude. And I was like, what? So it was just super fun. And then, it, and then Vine blew up, as you know, the yeah. summer of 2013. Oh, yeah. And we were lucky to blow up with it. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, holy shit. Uh, probably the most exciting time in my life. Yeah, it was one pretty of the huge. Uh, and it gave me another shot at showbiz because I was doing music for years. Yeah. I was in, I was in band, a bunch of bands at the Adam, uh-huh. producer Adam, drummer. I played saxophone and I was a singer. Considered myself a beatboxer for a little bit. But my dream my whole life was to be a working musician. Uh, it wasn't to be a comedian? No. It was to be a musician. Ever since I was a kid, I worshipped Jim Carrey and Chris Farley. And I really... I did want to be an actor, but I never, it was unattainable. And so was comedy, just completely un- unattainable. Uh, but what I did have was uh, instruments in, my, in Adam's basement, so like we formed a band. But I did have a nagging desire to be a comedian, but I never was into stand-up until my mid-20s, I'm 33 now. That's when I started listening to podcasts started listening to comedians on podcasts and they're talking about themselves and their lives. And I was like, holy shit, this is where I should be. It's like, I had a lot in common with comedians. Yeah. So that's podcasting back when I was 25. Podcast got me into stand-up. And I started stand-up three months before Vine came out. I finally started stand-up. I was going to take nursing school classes. I was going to... No, you were not, a nurse? Yeah, I was, going, I was going to be. Yeah. That was my, like... I was 29. That was my thing of like, all right, I got to do something with my life. Sure. This is a great career. I'll help people. I'll feel good about myself. My family will appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be a nurse. Super hard work, though. Um, I'm rambling. Nursing. Stand-up. All right. Started stand-up three months later. Cut to the chase, <laughs> God damn it. God. Do you think that these listeners want to hear your fucking really <laughs> inspirational way of thinking of how you wanted to help people? Oh. No, they want to hear about Logan Paul, you cunt. All right, well, let's get straight to the point. I started, right. I see your boy started, started getting hella views online, right? <laughs> so then I was like... As soon as you start talking like that, people listen. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, why be a nurse and help people Yeah, when I can take selfies instead, y'all? For sure. But no, um, I was doing stand-up nursing school, and I was a dog walker at the time, making vines. Vines blown up. Uh-huh. Started making money on vine. Yeah. Then... Then I had the amazing opportunity of, like, I'm quitting. I'm dropping out of school, yeah. quitting my job, doing stand-up. Well, I was an open micer. I'm going to do stand-up every night, social media every day, and I'm going to make this fucking happen. This is my shot. 
remember telling my girlfriend at the time, I was like, I don't think I'm going to do nursing school. She's like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I never had faith in you. But I was pretty strategical about it. Like, I was yeah. already making money. It wasn't like I dropped everything and, like, fucked everybody over. Sure. But uh, that's my Vine story, and the rest is history. Now I'm an A-list celebrity. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith's right here. Yep. He's been listening the whole time. Will, say what's up. Ha-ha! Thanks, Will. That was good, Will. <laughs> is that a good impression? Hey, we're going to hold for... We're going to take a quick cigarette break. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't smoke. Don't smoke in there. England is my city, and if it were for Team 10, then the U.S. would be shitty. And we're back. That was a great cigarette we just had. I loved it. It's got all the smoke in my lungs. Yeah, yeah, I feel good. And when I was smoking it, too, I had, like, four girls come up to me, and they were like, can I give you my number? And I was like, yeah. And then I had, like, five really jockey-looking dudes being like, bro, you want to hang out sometime? And I was like, yeah. And then I had a guy come up in a... a, Lamborghini and he jumped out and I got in and he was like, you just take it. And I'm like, all right. So what I'm trying to say is smoke, kids. Wow. Smoking gets you everything. Smoking just makes you cool. Makes, gets you friends, gets you laid and gets you cars. Yep. Hell yeah. I don't know why they don't put, <laughs> they have to, why don't they put that on the cigarette packs? They have to put that, oh, you might die of cancer thing. Right. It should show yeah. a picture of a Lamborghini on it. Should. Not a picture of a tumor. No. Picture of a Tesla. Yeah. Not a picture of cancer. A picture of a Corolla. <laughs> yeah oh, Good stuff Good, good riff, right? Good riff uh, Okay, wait um, So what I wanted to know Is because since you've always For a good majority of your life You wanted to be a comedian um, Yeah You said your influences Were like Jim Carrey And Chris Farley uh, yes. Who else in terms of stand-up Were your comedian Were your like inspirations Growing up? Growing up Stand-ups Hard to say I wasn't super into stand-up Growing up More into SNL uh-huh. Saturday Night Live And I loved just funny movies I loved comedic actors But I did I still do love Steve Martin mm-hmm. uh, But I didn't watch a lot of his stand-up uh, Bill Cosby I watched some of his stand-up you, uh, Oh, really? Yeah. How is that now? Watching his stand-up After the whole debacle And shenanigans that happened I'll tell you what I haven't watched his stand-up since then You haven't? But I can still appreciate his art As opposed to you know, his rapes you know, I try to separate that. It's good. That's good. <laughs> you can that you can filter out the comedy yeah. through the the horrific act, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> Adams is over here, like being like, oh, "Yeah, you know what? I agree with that." Adam, our producer, is doing some physical comedy, and it's making us laugh. <laughs> um. Anyways, you know, I mean, you know, it's funny because when I was a kid. I uh, didn't watch the Cosby show. Just didn't. I wasn't into it. I guess I was racist. I don't know. Right. But I, I just didn't. I, I didn't get into it. Um, and then I, uh, Adam, fuck off. And then I um, watched his stand-up special. His most famous one, Bill Cosby's. I, I, I don't remember which one it is, but I just remember watching a stand-up by Bill Cosby, and I was like, this guy's fucking hilarious. <laughs> nice. And uh, still, that special. I haven't seen it for a bit, but it is still really funny. But it sucks, though, because, like, you know, you're watching this guy, this master of his craft, but then you also just know who yeah. who he is in, in real life. Right. And that really, I, I mean, you can say you can differentiate, and I can to a fault to a degree of, like, okay, 100 rapes, can't watch your stuff anymore without thinking about the 100 rapes, you know? Right, right. But if it's, like, Woody Allen, who mm. who 
just married, married his daughter. Married right? his daughter, which is a creep move. <laughs> by it was a weird ass move, and he it's just strange. But I mean, I can still watch because he didn't like hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He didn't like he didn't violently ruin someone's life. Yeah, he just did something that's weird, very culturally devious. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. I can still I can still watch Woody Allen movies. People, a lot of people yeah, can't. Yeah. A lot of people just don't choose, just choose not to. And I, I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I haven't watched any Bill Cosby since then. Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not so easy to hear the, oh, the pudding pop. Oh, and I, not think of rape. Another clean, because Bill Cosby was always clean. Yeah. Uh, his comedy was. Another clean dude. This reminds me, this is the first comedian I first got into. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my friends got me a CD. I, was, he's only, I think he only has two live albums. Or just one, maybe. Anyways, the one that came out in fucking, like, 1996, I was gifted to. That's the first stand-up I, like, sat down and listened to. thought it was super funny. He had, like, a bit, which is now, like, now considered, like, uh, overused and, like, oh, yeah, of course. It's, like, a go-to bit, like, Mm -hmm. what's the deal with the black box and the plane? It's the only thing that survives a crash. Why don't they make the whole plane a black box? That's funny. (laughs) Is that really? I thought it was always, uh, what's the deal with airline food? I always thought that was the oh, go-to, yeah, yeah. like, stereotypical joke thing. Yeah, yeah, that, that too. Did but he make that, or was that... Jerry, just, Jerry started the black box joke. Yeah. Which I've since heard as, like, let's make, like, here's an example of a cheesy joke. People will say that. God, it's, <laughs> it's, it's stupid. I, I don't think any... I think jokes from the 60s can even still be funny, you know? Yeah. Just, like, jokes by stand-up comedians that Like were, uh, that classic bit, who's on first? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Holds up. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Brandon, who did you admire as a child? As a child? Um, uh, my parents. Nah, I'm just kidding. They're too fucking deadbeat. No, they're great. Uh, no, I admired... Are you talking about like celebrity like influences and stuff? Yeah. Um, a big one for me was Tarantino. Uh, obviously, I, him and... Um, uh, Judd Apatow, I really mm-hmm. liked his movies a lot. It, people I didn't see much of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't... I, I wasn't into stand-up... Com- I was into George Carlin. You uh, were? Is a stand-up comic. Like, because I, I, I liked stand-up comedy, but I wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. So, so I would watch, like, like, a George Carlin special or a Bill Cosby special or, like, a Patrice O'Neill or something like that. But I wasn't, like, into it. I wasn't, like, a comedy nerd or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just really into film. And so my... Idols were faceless most of the time because you don't see directors. Mm-hmm. You just know their work and their who you can kind of get a sense of who they are through their work. Right. And so Judd Apatow was one of them. Um, Tarantino was another. Yeah. Uh, I liked Woody Allen. I didn't see a lot of his movies. Um, and then the thing that really kicked it off for me was was uh, to actually start making them uh, was Louis the, the show oh, Louis. Right, right. That was the show that was like. Okay, this guy literally does every single part of the show. He edits it, he writes it, he directs it, he acts in it. He like does he like arranges the music for it. Like he's completely in control of this thing. And I was like, how cool is that to It's just so cool to me because it's completely unfiltered. It's just that's him. That mm-hmm. was his idea. It wasn't like there were people in suits saying, "Oh, you got to change this, this and this." It was like, "No, that was one guy's vision." And, uh, and that was just super inspiring. And uh, just that was the thing that was like, okay, I got to start doing something. And I heard he, uh, like, even the deal with the FX he made was like, just pay me a lot less. Just let me control it. Yeah, that was all it was. It was just like, if, if 
because all, all it comes down to is just money. Like people, you know, if, uh, if a studio gives you a lot of money for a film, like 30 million, then they get to absolutely say what is in it or what's not in it because it's like they paid money. It's like, and a lot of people don't like, like that. I know a lot of, I've heard stories of directors that are like, well, the system, man, like, why are they trying to like get in on my art? And it's like, cause they gave you $30 million right, to, right. to make it. It's like going into subway and like m- me behind the counter as a sandwich artist. And the guy's like, Hey, can you put, you know, tomatoes and mustard? And I'm like, no, <laughs> and he's like, well, why not? And I'm like, because I'm an artist and this is my art. And they're like, but I'm paying you money for this sandwich. And I'm like, so? Respect the art of sandwich making, bro. I know how to make a better sandwich than you, even though you're the person. If Without you, I would not even exist and have a job. He's like, if I put pickles on this, it'll be too heavy. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. The Dijon mustard is going to completely ruin the feng shui of this sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's just, exactly. it's stupid. And so like. But yeah, no. What you're saying, he he got a really good deal uh, with FX to where he got paid pretty much dog shit enough to just make an episode, and then they let him do whatever he wanted. And so you're watching Louis uh-huh. on FX while being a sandwich artist at Subway. Did yeah. we talk about that on this on this one? You were a sub- sandwich artist. Oh yeah, I actually was a sandwich artist. Right, right. That's what you're doing in high school. Yeah. First, you worked at GameStop. I did while in high school. I worked at GameStop when I was like a sophomore. Um, I only worked over the summer and I actually got uh, fired from GameStop because oh, this is kind of a funny story. I um, sold an iPad on Craigslist uh, to this really skinny, sketchy guy. I mean, he didn't seem sketchy when I <laughs> sold it to him, but but in retrospect, he was sketchy. So I sold him this thing. He gave me money, 400 bucks. I go into GameStop. I buy a Wii U, which was a game console system from Nintendo. Hmm. And uh, I bought it. It was 350 brand new. And uh, took it home and playing with it. Next day, I get a call from my manager saying, hey, you need to come in right now. And I was like, why? And he's like, that money you gave me was counterfeit. Oh, and I, no. I was like, what? And he was like, that <laughs> money was fake. And you needed, you, there are cops coming right now. So you got to get here and you got to explain yourself. And I, and I was like freaking out. And he pretty much told me, he was like, dude, it's going to be fine. All you have to do is just give me back the Wii U. And I was like... Well, no, I, I didn't want to give back the, the Wii U that I, that I had gotten. I was like, no. And he was like, I'm going to fire you if you don't give me back that Wii U. And I got fired from GameStop. You kept the Wii U? I kept, no, I didn't keep it. What? He had to, no, he had to take it. Oh. But that act of me saying I'm going to keep it was enough for him to, to just be like, this is a shitty person, and we're going to fire him. So they fired me, and then they oh, took the Wii U. Right. So I was fired, no Jeez. iPad, no Wii U, and just had no job. <laughs> and um, I thought you were going to... I picture you with your boss, like, either give me the back the Wii U or you're fired, and the Wii U's in your hands. Like, <laughs> no, I choose the console. Yeah, and I'm, like, <laughs> hugging it and crying and kissing it. And then I run out. Get him! There's cops running after me. Oh, uh, so you got totally fucked in that situation. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, just, that was a bad situation. Like, it's my Wii U. I paid for it. It's like, with fake money. It's yeah. Like, whatever. That was my first experience of, like, pe- people are mean. That was my oh, first really? time experiencing that people actually aren't that good. A, a good majority of people aren't, like, good-spirited and good-hearted. Yeah, that guy who fucked you over. Yeah, I was like, why would he do that? I was like, Mom, why would he do that? <laughs> and my mom was like, because he's a scam artist. And I was like, but, but my feelings. And she was like, he doesn't care about your feelings. And I was like, he doesn't? And she was like, no. 
was like, I'm Brandon. No, I was like, but I, no, I was like, but I'm upset. And he made me upset. <laughs> and she was like, well, he got money from, he, he tricked you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was the first time I realized that people can like just get mine and fuck you, you know? Yeah. That, that was sucks. It's the first time I experienced that. And That's, so, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. That, you like got to go through those experiences to yeah in order to like identify them. Sure, it started happening to me when I was like in college. I remember this one time I was in Montreal, Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam might have been there. We went to a strip club with Seth and Tully, and then afterwards the bars were closing. We were like all eighteen. Bars were closing, and then I started talking to some dude in the street. He's like, "Hey, I can I'll bring you guys to a uh, place that's opened open after hours." I'm like, sweet. He's like, yeah, just give me like 10 bucks each and I'll take you there. And I was just like, okay. I gathered money from any, everybody. It might have been 20 bucks. And we were poor. Mm-hmm. Gave him like 60, 80 bucks. And we just start walking and we just don't walk anywhere. And we just keep walking. Yeah. And then we realized like, it was like, hey, dude. I was like, told him like, dude, give us our money back. You're not bringing us anywhere. He's like, no, I'm not giving you your money back. And then it was like me, Adam, the producer, and two other dudes we're not like threatening dudes, but we could have kicked his ass. Yeah. There's one moment where it was us, us surrounding this thief who has our money in his wallet. Mm. And there was a moment where I was about to propose to the group. Like I, I was about to say, like, all right, I guess we just beat your ass. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was like. I was like, why wouldn't you do that? Just beat the shit out of them. Uh, it was what stopped it. It was gonna get. Oh, a cop drove by actually. Oh God, a cop drove by and we flagged him down and like he took our money. Yeah, he hustled us. Yeah, there was no way of them of them proving that. Yeah, but they did arrest him because he had uh, like someone else's credit card and ID on him, like he had stolen from somebody. <laughs> so he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a piece of shit that got away too. Did he get away? No, he he got arrested. Okay, he got but arrested. He got away with our money. Um, yeah, but still, he got like you know. But and hey, you know what would probably suck? He probably used that money for bail. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no one. It's like no one got any. Well, you got fucked. Yeah, but he just kept living his life. He was like a fucking fungus. That, like, attached himself to yeah. you and just left you, like, sick. The worst part is I I felt stupid. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, take this money. <laughs> How old were you? 18. Oh, yeah. I was 15. So I think it's you need to be... Fucked over. Fucked <laughs> by a person that, like... Well, like, figuratively fucked by somebody yeah. that doesn't care about you and only wants your money. And so that way you can... You, it helps you grow. Totally. As a person. And then you... Uh, you can just weed out people that might do that to you. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that, that was like a instance where I learned some street smarts. But when you say weeding out people that are bad, I'm very selective of my friends. So congrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I made it in. Very careful to not bring in pieces of shit. Sure. <laughs> or just well, annoying people. Like people are wasting my time. Like I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to spot. You, just, you know. Like, when I, when I first met Jason Nash, I was like, oh, this guy is a piece of fucking shit. <laughs> uh, we love you, Jason. We were just kidding. And when I met Vincent, I was like, ew, he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's Mexican. Jeez. Ew, that's so gross. Gross, he's Mexican. Just kidding. I just want to put it out there as a, as a white male. I'm kidding. I'm, a me- I'm half Mexican, right, yeah, so say f- it. fuck you, cracker. <laughs> Nothing I can do about that. You can't do anything about it. It's- hey, should we reset? Our save. You want to reset it, Adam, so it doesn't fucking crash again? It's Team 10, bitch. We are reset. We're Let, back. Let's get right back into it. We're talking about Jason and Vincent. Vincent. Two people who we both met on Vine. Yep. Vine, which is now gone. Uh-huh. Glad it's dead. 
Are you? No. Well, I'm not glad it's dead, but it's just like I, I just I I view it now like an old relationship. Like I really do. Like I feel I view it as like you know with, with your ex, you kind of only think about like good stuff, especially if it's been distant. Like if let's say you broke up like three years ago, now you're just thinking about like oh man, all those times, those memories that we spent where we were on top of the the mountain and looking out at the sunset and you know Bruce Springsteen was playing and like shit like you think about that but you don't think about like the countless hours of misery that you went through because right. your brain almost like kind of like just almost deletes those memories and you only think about the good stuff it's kind of like it's part of the interjection but no, it's, it's kind of like when you're uh, viewing a city from afar sure so you're on a mountaintop or on the top of a skyscraper and you look down the town like oh isn't it beautiful but yeah. if like you go into those beautiful glimming lights uh-huh. that you see there's just, some shitty parts of town. Yeah, some homeless people <laughs> jerking off on each other. And it's just bad. <laughs> but from afar, it's, you, you see the good things. It's nice, yeah. So that's how I just see it. It's just like an old, drunk, belligerent grandfather who was racist died. I thought of another analogy. Sure. Hear it. It's like when you see a balloon in the air. Sure. When, you, when you're the person who didn't let the balloon go, you're like, oh, look, a balloon. Oh, uh-huh. yay. And then I picture like a camera, cinematography, uh, envisionment here picture a camera going from that person enjoying the balloon mm-hmm. up to the camera and then back down to the child who just lost it he's crying <laughs> two different perspectives yeah anyway vastly that was a that was a fairly artistic <laughs> analogy there thank you i can see it in my head it'd be That's, make for a good clip just need make, a drone yeah i i want to get one of those but no i mean i'm i'm, I'm glad it just there was no way for that app to keep going the way it was good like the limitations of the app it being only six seconds was its downfall because you just can't Mm -hmm. make you can't there's only so many ideas and so much structure you can base around that concept of six second looping like right i think everyone strung as much as they could out of it and like yeah i was i was pretty much out of ideas yeah i was (laughs) i was just like i i occasionally still get ideas for vines Mm -hmm. in my head but then i'm like I don't want to make this. Like, if even if it was on, if Vine was around and I come up with an idea, but I want to make it because at the end of Vine's life cycle, I just was. I think you were too. I was just like, I don't. This isn't fun anymore. It just totally. wasn't. Back in like when it first started, and I was filming with people, and like everyone was like super into Vine, uh, and, and into making them. This was f- so fun. Right. It was insanely fun, and and it was fun. And I'm not just that guy that's like, but br- I only cared about the art, man. I didn't care about numbers. Like, no, I cared about numbers because uh-huh. I cared about numbers because to me they showed like if other people liked my idea, like that was so. It was like a, it was like American Idol, like where you're putting on a show and then you wait for the response. Right. And so that's when I would make an idea and I'd put it out and it did good. I'd be like, oh my god, that's great. I'm mm-hmm. so happy that people liked it. You know. Right, yeah. Vine definitely gave me a boost of confidence yeah. big time. Yeah. So I was like, all right, hey, I'm funny. I can do this. Yeah, I was like, I wait. Can... And like, I had a thought like, I'm, I'm, I can't remember what I said in our Crash podcast. But Vine, the best thing about Vine for me was uh, the rays of confidence and hope in my life gave me some hope. Yeah, like, I mean. I have another shot. I can, yeah. do, I can pursue this dream and maybe actually do it. Sure. <laughs> it was the first time. Uh, like one of my attempts at show business worked. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. But since I have, I have a history of like work and manual labor in my past and like failure, not failure, just like struggle. Sure. I'm afraid of going back to that. And like suddenly like, fuck, now I gotta get a job again. Shit. 
I yeah, I've never really experienced struggle in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that sound like such a white young privileged person you, thing to say? Well, I will I will say your family sounds relatively dysfunctional, so that's a struggle. Uh, yeah, no, it's constant <laughs> constant anguish in that family. Right. But um I mean, I love them to death, but still, you know, it's but financial I, and I say that in, in an endearing way, dysfunctional yeah. in an enjoyable way. Every yeah. family is dysfunctional. Your family isn't fucked up. I think your family seems to be super tight. They are tight, but you know we're all getting older, and it's weird because, like my mom, my mom everyone's lived, just getting fat and ugly. Yeah, that's why it's weird. Uh, yeah, my mom's a tub <laughs> of goo now. That's just hard to look at. No, <laughs> my uh, no, my mom's great. Um, She's hot. Uh, no, but. Uh, <laughs> You can think that, sure, but um, I do, and I—that's yep. Just want to put it out there. I, I jerk off to your mom, bro. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. She told me that. Oh yeah, I've done it in front of her before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm just imagining her listening to this. And just I'm imagining really to me jerking off. All right. <laughs> that's so fine. sorry, Mrs. Galvio. Just kidding. Nah, it's Nelson. She divorced my dad like oh shit twenty years ago. So. No, I didn't mean any disrespect by that. Yes, fucking Mrs. Nelson. Miss Nelson? Miss. Oh, she divorced him too. Oh, Jesus. Who is she? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Miss Westfall. Westfall. All right. Cool. Westfall. West German. West, yeah. Nice. Westfall. So I'm half German and half. Half Nazi. I'm half Nazi and half Mexican. All right. Well, actually, no, more Irish than German. But, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, my uh, family life was fine and everything uh, for the most part, other than the whole heroin thing with my brother, which mm. was a huge thing. Yeah, that's, um, that's a bummer. <laughs> Adam's like, no, cut it, cut it. That's not the producer. Adam just cheered. Actually, oh, he did. He's like, bro, he just fist bumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, uh, I didn't because I, I, I was a kid when Vine came out. I was eight, I was nineteen. I was just fresh out of high school, and I hadn't been living on my own and experienced that. Uh, been independent and had a job like Subway where I'm living on my own. I have to pay my own bills. I have to go to work in my own car and struggle. Mm. I've just never experienced that. And it's, I mean, it's a very almost too fortunate way of existence. And I don't think it's very good for me. Yeah, I personally resent you for your success. I resent me for for it. (laughs) I I don't think I deserve any of it really. But I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just coasting at this point, like I, I'm, I'll do, I'll live the life. I'm not going to like give all my money away to a charity and just live on <laughs> Adam, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Our producer Adam is, uh, he's just bored. So he's trying to fuck <laughs> yeah. with the podcast. He's just bored. Cause we've been listening to his talk for fucking 30 minutes. Um, but you know, I, I just, I'd never, uh, yeah, I, I've just never done it. And I, and I think it's, it's important to struggle in your life. And I, I, I hope that I lose everything and need to struggle because that's it's great. You well, need to know what stress is. I'll tell you what. It's a big boy feeling. I think that I, will, I wouldn't be friends with you if you, didn't, if you weren't a little bit fucked up. <laughs> I think your family situation is, was probably tough. Yeah. And that's what makes you an interesting person. Sure. So you have struggled, just not like financially. Yeah, but I, I wanted it to be the whole package of, like, 8 Mile. Like, we live in a trailer, and our family is just like, fuck you, don't fuck you. Like, just that horrific scene. Like, you know, I I didn't experience both those things. I only, what? Adam, they, we can't Adam, fucking no hear can, you. No one can hear you when you talk, Adam. No one can hear you at all. Well, what are I'll you give saying? You the mic. I, just said, I just said, so you want that. I would, I mean, I, no. 
But I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, we, we can make that happen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can... Sorry. God <laughs> damn it. Wait, let me just squeeze one more drug in. I can paralyze you tonight if you want. Yeah. That'll give you a battle. Good. Just do it. <laughs> fucking Stephen Hawking me. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, you know, I, I just feel extremely fortunate in my entire existence. Do you consider yourself blessed? No, I don't believe in God, so I can't. I think it's luck. I think anybody who's, it's just luck. Yeah, but you're you also very talented. lucky. And so, but, am, so am I. But the only, I don't, I mean, it's just, but that's luck too. I mean, you know, you don't, like, I don't know where my fucking ideas come from and my, my desire to make things. I don't have no idea where that comes from. So I just, it's just luck that I have that mm-hmm. in my head to want to do that. Stuff. Yes, but you also put the time in. You make sure. videos, you edit them, you, yeah, write, but, you write them out. But I enjoy doing that stuff. Yeah, you know? that's okay. I don't know. I, 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 but I, I feel fortunate. That's it. Well, you are fortunate, and yeah. you know it. And so that's, are you. That's that's a big difference between uh, you know fucking Team Ten. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, they're probably all. I mean, I think all of them are good kids. I just think they, one way or another, the system, the fucking man, got to them, and now they're just you know corporate I'll kids. Say, I'll say that just last night, I was at the Grove Shopping Center, and I was had a thought of like, hmm, I wonder like. Wait, what was I thinking? I, had, I suddenly had a moment of fear, like, fuck, what if I'm never popular ever again? Sure. And I was like, shit. So I started thinking, like, am I prepared for the loss of... I think I was just thinking about fame. I think, cause, like, I was wondering, yeah. like, does anyone recognize me here? It's super... It's such a douchey move. Sure. D- douchey thought. But you, I'm, you... I'm trying to protect myself of the downfall and, like, getting ready to sure. not be famous. <laughs> You, are you afraid of not being I'm famous? Not, or are you afraid of losing that? Uh, I'm afraid that if I stop getting recognized and I'm still putting stuff out there, that would be a, ref- a reflection of my success. Sure. So the more I get recognized, that mean, that to me, that means like I'm doing something right. It's sure. not like, yes, I got recognized. Fuck yeah, I'm famous. Yeah. It just means like, all right, I'm doing something. So I just want to make sure I'm mature enough and good enough as a person to... Uh, be able to handle failure if it happens. Yeah, it's and I, a, yeah, and I get concerned with uh, these young kids on the internet who are just getting super famous and they don't know why. No one knows why, really. <laughs> no, they don't. It's like the, no, no. You just have to be mildly attractive and and be loud and scream a lot, and yeah. then you have to just go with what is popular right now, which is bay lit, fam, chill, bruff, fam. And then you have to edit and make it very fast-paced because the kids who watch it play with fidget spinners. Yep. And you just got to completely cater to the bottom of the barrel when it comes to teenage humor. Because I, I think that it sucks that, that's, that, that the, those kids, those social media people who are putting out you know, content for kids, for, like stupid, it's stupid. Uh-huh. I would call it that confidently. And they know that too, though. The, the people making it, like the Team 10, like they know that, that it's not good. It's not like they think, like, I'm putting out Citizen Kane in uh, right, the video. Right. They know what they're doing. They're I business people. They think they're funny, though, for sure. I don't, well, sure. Of course they think they're funny, but, but, it, it, but I don't think they, like, think that the videos they're putting out are amazing. I don't, right, right. I don't think that. I think they're putting out intentionally subpar shit but yeah. that's indicate that's I'm sorry the sure. mic is clipping hold the mic a little bit like that yeah, right here just we need to make that p- pussy sound it's a little loud 
right, so is just stop good? saying pussy. Okay. I'll <laughs> stop saying pussy as much. Um, the, the, audience, the, the content is indicative of the, of the audience. The kids are, you know, teenagers now are, like, pretty awful. But it also <laughs> sucks because, because not every, that's not a representation. Like, their videos aren't a re- representation of every teenager. So many kids mm. are super smart and super artistic and love weird shit. But it, there's not enough of, of, there's not people making shit for them online. It's right, just right. dog shit for, for the fucking masses of, of youth. And it's really, it must suck to be a teenager right now that is like slightly artistic and intelligent and just see all this bullshit and be like, right. God, this, this, and this is how people, this is how older people see my generation. I'm talking as that teenager. Uh-huh. Like how older people see me. Because I'm lumped in with these fucking brain dead idiots, so it's, right. it must suck. And uh, back to like Team Ten and kids are getting famous super fast. Yeah. Uh, I struggle slightly with Vine being gone. My ego struggles a little bit. I can uh-huh. only imagine not even knowing who the fuck you are. And then all of a sudden, like, what happens when they fall from fame? Because it's going to happen. Yeah, it might, might not might not be a total like you're you're a failure now. But no, it's it. The craze is going to go away. See, this is the thing. This is. It's the Donald Trump syndrome of you get everything you want, ever wanted, but you're still empty inside. So it's like the, they, you know, the Team Tenors, they're, they're going to, and I don't mean, I'm not trying to shit on, on Team Ten, I'm really not, because I, I don't, they do what they got to do, and they know what they're doing. They're business people. They're trying to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting the fame along with it, so they're going to grow up and they're going to probably have saved a lot of money. They probably have millions and millions of dollars enough to say, to live off of for a very long time, but they're not going to have the fame anymore. But even though they have all that money, which should be enough, they're not going to have the fame. So they're going to be like fucking falling apart yeah. in their head. Cause you're like, why can't I have both things? And I guarantee a lot of them are going to blow their money for sure. Yeah. I, I could see that. Cause and they're in their twenties right now. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Reckless spending. Oh, that, we talked about this in the podcast that got deleted, but I want to talk about how I've noticed this is very inside baseball. Mm-hmm. A lot of influencers probably wouldn't want this to get out there. I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of influencers hate influencing. Yeah, <laughs> like no, they're I've miserable seen that. doing it. I've seen that. You meet them in person, see them at a party. I've, I was just at a party recently. I went up to two, two separate people. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> You've been in the corner looking like you want to kill yourself all night. And then we commiserated over like, ah, oh, no, I'm just like constantly editing and shooting. And like, yeah, yeah I know. It's constant. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I, I, I know personally, like, well, I'll just say a name. J- Jason Ash. He's, <laughs> he's very, I, Jason's my best friend and I love him. And he's very tired yeah. every day. He's just tired. And I'm just like, Jason, what, what's wrong? He's like, I got to fucking shoot and I got to edit and I got to put it out and I got to get, just do that cycle. I'm like, why don't you take a break? He's like, can't do it. Can't do it, man. You know, YouTube, know. you can fall off. And I'm like, make it two videos a week. Make it, you're at a point now to where your audience will accept that and you'll yeah. still make a good amount of money. But he's just all in this cycle now and I, it, I can respect it, but it's also at the same time, it's like, dude, you look like you want to die. Yeah. Why are you doing this then? You know, I, like yeah, I've obs- observed Jason's vlogging lifestyle. Yeah, and it's constant, and I, I don't, I don't want to live <laughs> that life. I, I mean, it seems like he enjoys it when I'm around him. Like he, he loves getting footage. He, uh-huh. he genuinely enjoys like getting footage and stuff. Right. And I love that. But when I, when I just hanging out with Jason, like you know, 
um, just us hanging out. He's just very tired, and I just feel bad. I'm like, you're so good. And I know why. It's because he's working so hard. Maybe it's just, this is just me, like, saying, like, he's working so hard. He shouldn't do that. He should just be like me and just take days off. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do. I'll just take days. I'll take, like, two days off and not really. I'll, like, write stuff out, but I won't, like, write a script or anything or film anything. Yeah. Got to. Yeah. Got to. But I'll take, like, oh, yeah, I'll take two, like, two days off, and then I'll write a script, and then t- spend two days writing a script, and then film it, and then go on to the next. But I always take some time off. And Yeah. I think that's important. I do that definitely once a week. Usually, yeah. Usually Sunday, I like to just give myself a break. Yeah. So, like, you can be a piece of shit today. It's fine. You earn this. You earn this. Like, Jason has earned a, a week. Yeah, totally. All of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> all, all, all of them have. Like, David, Jason, Scotty, Dottie, everybody. Everybody who's, who vlogs, except for Jake, Paul, and Logan. You know, they can... They, they, they've... They, I don't... They... Whatever. I don't care. But they... They've all earned it. They've earned being able to take a week off Agreed. and not worry. And so, guys, if you're listening to this... I love you all, and take a just take a little break because <laughs> you all are very tired, and I just want to see you happy for at least a little bit. Yeah, David, Toddy, Scotty, Zane, Heath, Jason. Who am I missing out? Alex, if you're listening to this, stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop doing the thing that everyone loves you for. Yeah, just stop it. But no, but know I, that you, if if you do stop, even for a moment. You will lose everything. Everything. It all goes away. <laughs> all right. Hey, let's wrap this up on a, uh, like a yeah. Let's like, wrap it up on our current events. Oh, I want to talk about Baby Driver. Oh, you. Oh, that's right. You do. Fuck. I wanted to talk about Baby Driver. Sorry. Should we save it? For the well, next, next week it won't be as relevant. It's not really relevant right you now. Right. You it's right. Like, all right. Let's talk Baby Driver. All right. So Baby Driver, what'd you think? I loved it. You loved it from from the get go, from the very start. I was like, really excited to buy it. I saw oh, it with Adam, producer Adam over are, here. Are you saying from the get-go of, like, the first scene? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I didn't see any trailers for it. I thought, I thought it was going to be a CGI movie about a baby who runs amok as a taxi driver. You thought it was going to be a sequel to... <laughs> was it, was it going to be a sequel to Boss Baby? Yeah. Just Baby Driver. It's a spinoff. So I get it's in Boss there, Baby. And I see that it's rated R. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Give me fucking... Look who's talking. You know, you know the movie? No. Oh, it's about a baby who talks. Oh, is that why it's called Look Who's Talking? Yeah. Because it look who's talking, it's a baby. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the working title was Look Who's Talking, It's a Baby. And then they're just like, oh, maybe we cut the last part. You know, the working title to Baby Driver was Look Who's Driving. It's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Anyways I, t- um, I take it you thought Baby Driver was pretty boring? Yeah, I hated it. It was extremely boring. There were no good characters. It was just... Is no, I, I was, no, it was a fucking masterpiece. I, I wonder it. how much it cost Edgar Wright to buy the rights to those songs. Because those are I, some pr- pretty epic songs. Well, I heard not a lot. I mean, those songs aren't that well known. They're like pretty indie. Like they're they're deep cuts. Like that a lot. Of, I have never heard any of those songs except for say for a few. But like the opening, mm. the opening track, I didn't hear that. Of the good amount of them. Oh, you know what made me think of that was when we started playing Lionel Richie. Yeah. Easy on a Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how, how much did that cost? Probably Isn't that nice? Lot. I'm watching uh, a movie. I'm like, I wonder how much that cost. <laughs> Isn't that great <laughs> that it takes you completely out of the film because now we know about production? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, no, but uh, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, it's like my favorite movie this this year so far. And, uh, uh, and it hasn't been La La Land did yet. 
where people, a lot of people rave about it and then people just hate it and start picking it apart for things that don't even have to do with the movie. They have to deal with like the societal bullshit. Moonlight is more important than La La Land because it's fucking relevant and social issues. And And I agree with with that. That Moonlight is a better film than La La Land. Structurally and filmmaking wise, it's a better film. I was more entertained by La La Land. Though. Way more. It's way, way more. Yeah. And there's like a baby driver. There's no like deep message behind it. It's just like ah, a cool fucking movie. It's a fucking rad <laughs> piece of entertainment. It's just like people just, and I'm, I'm happy because like I'm saying, it hasn't been La La Landed yet. Mm. I'm assuming it might in the next couple weeks is people will be like, I've already started to hear complaints from people like, oh, the fucking... The characters weren't developed. The female characters weren't developed, and whatever. And I'm just like, who cares? It's a fantasy. It's a heist film. I can imagine there's some complaints like, why was the female lead just doing whatever the male lead wanted? She was a helpless damsel, and he saved her. How come that's happening? Is that well, happening on, on the web? I don't know. I mean, I maybe, but it, it, even if that's an argument, then it's like, it, it's like. She's there because she's she's just like not that she's helpless, but she's just there. She's a she's a waitress, mm-hmm. and she works a shitty job, and he's a getaway driver. And it's like this high fantasy romance. Yeah, yeah. It's old fashioned, old school romance. And mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people just don't like that anymore. A lot of people don't like that like classic like Come on, babe, let's just get on the road and drive. <laughs> people don't like that anymore. They want because they you know I get it, equality and all that shit. But that's a I would. I want that shit. That sounds great. Why? What's up, Adam? Uh, our producer Adam just said we hit the one hour mark. Hey, good oh, for we did. Us. Good, good for us. That doesn't mean we, we need to wrap it up. But um, yeah, I, lo- I loved Baby Driver. Yeah, yeah, and like that that romance. Like, that's why you watch movies is to be to escape the shittiness of the world. Yeah, I don't want movies to show me how shitty the world is. Like I loved Moonlight. But like it was pretty sad film up until a certain yeah. point. Then it got beautiful, but. In, in just movies that people are like, why don't we have more movies that just show like fucking like what is going on in the world? Like real <laughs> movies that have real like character. I'm like, because the world is shit. And mm. I want to see Baby Driver because I want to escape it. Right. Because that's why movies exist. That's why I. I think that's why I like comedy. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. It's like the ultimate. Thing. Well, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of comedy films, but I mean, I yeah, Knocked Up. I That's always good. saw Knocked Up as more of a drama than comedy yeah, film. That's a good one. And but yeah, I, t- I agree. Entertainment doesn't need to have a fucking deep message to it every time. Not every time. It can just be like really well made entertainment. Like, and you don't see that very often. It, the the it, entertainment you see now, the stuff that really has no meaning or whatever, is that shitty like uh shitty comedies that are studio films that are bad and because they have no effort put into them and those are the ones and it, it sucks that like because the people associate Baby Driver with those films because they're like oh Baby, Di- Baby Driver doesn't have a, a message and it's like no it doesn't have a message but no you know what the message is the message is some guy had a fucking really cool idea and was passionate about this film and made it yeah. and he's had the idea for like 10 years and it's a passion project Right. It's not like a shitty studio, uh, money-filled shit comedy or anything like that. It's just... It, it, I was listening to a podcast with Edgar Wright, the director of that movie. Yeah. And he told me 
or he told, <laughs> yeah. told me, he told oh, me no. directly, Rye, let me tell you <laughs> what this is about. I'm losing my mind. Uh, the podcast is talking to me. Uh, he was telling Chris Hardwick of the Nerdist podcast that this movie to him was like an excuse to just make a badass like car chase movie. Yeah. He just wanted to make a car chasing movie. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, you know, that's his passion is just making car chase movies. By the way, dude, you know my friend Victoria, our friend? Yeah. She's friends with Edgar, bro. Oh, is she really? She can get you in. All right. What's your number? <laughs> I want to have a lunch with that guy really badly. I'll set it up tomorrow. <laughs> no, um, but, um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. And I just, I, I'm, I'm tired of movies being ruined by people. By you know haters. By, by, but not haters, but like by the world, like societal outside of the movie context. When you place the movie in the in the real world, and you don't just view it as a piece of cinema, like La La Land was that, like La La Land was like, oh, it's just a musical where two people fall in love in Los Angeles and they're trying to pursue their dreams. That's a very simple premise, and then mm. people just fucking swarmed in, just saying, no, it's a white appropriation movie. It's a, it's racist. It, it, it's it's sexist. It's this. It's that. It's like, no, it's just a film. It's just a fucking fictional story. It's a fictional <laughs> story, and you guys... Like, what world do they live in? These people that fucking, like, watch movies like La La Land and just pick apart every small thing... That, like, it has to have, like, uh, really strong female characters or else I won't like it. It has to have really this, this, and that, and this. Like, it's like a checklist yeah. of, of things that are politically correct that you need to have in your film. Or not even, It's not even political correctness. It's like, I don't know what it just is. Just having man. a voice. People just want to have a voice. Now the inter- internet's there. I'm sure yeah. people don't even feel the way they do. They're just like, hmm, what's a, what's a trending argument right now? Uh, All right. Yeah, that the, the female lead wasn't strong enough. It wasn't strong enough. I, I support females. I'm totally not going up. I don't know, man. People just want to make noise. They do. And, and, and then it becomes cool to make that noise. No, it's In not the, cool. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's just annoying. Like, well, you have common sense. Don't be a dick. That's all it being woke doesn't mean saying <laughs> racism's bad and so is sexism. It's like, yeah, no shit. Of course it is. Don't be a dick. Right. W- woke is like saying, like, to me, woke means like, oh, yeah, the government is fucking you on a daily basis and, like, you really have no rights and, and all this shit about, like, how we're not really in control. Like, to me, that's more, that's like the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like, that's woke. It's not like you shouldn't say the N-word you shouldn't say that. It's like, wow, how woke you are. It's like, no. Right, it's right. common sense totally. to not do those things. Yeah, people get super self-righteous. Yeah. Honestly, like, no, I'm, I'm supporting this cause. I don't know. It's, re- it's retarded. <laughs> but I do think all these uh, arguments and shit is probably the natural evolution of us evolving. <laughs> I almost said evolutionizing. Sure. <laughs> I hope it is. I mean, I know that... It's got to be. This whole thing will eventually, like... I think, it, I think it'll, it's good. I just think that right now we're in a... Once again, a volatile state mm. that will eventually become something good. I think it will, if history repeats itself. Because, like, let's think about... Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about history, but, like, uh, gay people. Sure. In the, for most of our experience or like I don't know for most of the US history it's super shameful and stuff yeah people hated on them they were killed (laughs) and stuff 
Then in the 80s, it became more more outspoken. People were still hating on him. Mm-hmm. It's just the evolution. It's just what we have to do, I guess. People, new, something new will come out, and people will fight it. Sure. And that that fight is part of the process of growing as a world. Holy shit! I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we went so from talking deep. about about <laughs> La La Land to that. To, yeah. To yeah. the the oppression of gay people. Yeah. I, yeah. I I just think that like. Yeah, what you said. Eventually, shit. It's good what's happening. It's just that the people who are uh, advocating political correctness are annoying. Yeah, not always doing it for the right reason. Yeah. Like, you know, constantly thinking about race is in itself racist. (laughs) If you're constantly thinking, like, this show doesn't have this... As a white... I'm talking as a white person. Uh As a white person, constantly thinking about race is a form of it. Because right. you're just thinking about, like, just Wonder, don't, well, just look at people as people. Like, who? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't matter that much. If your fellow man is being beaten up, help him. If your fellow man is being, like, I don't know, taken advantage of in one way or another, help uh, the person who's taking advantage <laughs> of him. <laughs> no, it's help, you know, like, just help people out. Don't be a dick. Like, it's so simple. Well, you, to me, at least. You heard it here first, folks. Don't be a dick. Help people out. Don't be a dick. Treat everybody the way you would like to be treated. And unless you're a Jew. masochist, is that the right word? <laughs> unless you're a Jew. <laughs> unless you're a Jew. <laughs> Our producer's Jewish. Uh, Tensions are running high. high very, ru- very high. Oh, someone just didn't. You didn't hear my joke. It was pretty good though. I said tensions are running high. Hitler. Adam saying cut it. Adam saying cut. I combined the word high and Heil Hitler. It's a good joke. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, yeah, but let's, let's wrap this up. Sure. But since this podcast is about, you know, going for it, this podcast is about rising and grinding and taking <laughs> no days off. What are you up to lately? What, what am I up what, to how, lately? how have you helped yourself in the past? Like spiritually? Week? Or no, I'm talking like, like, what are you doing to better yourself as to to reach your goal of film and shit. Oh, I what just, did you do? What did you do this week? And it can include this can include you went for a run, sure, like ate an apple because it makes you healthy. Um, what did I do? Uh, I wrote. I just writing helps me a lot with like figuring out things about topics. Like I just wrote this thing about um, now. When you're writing, are you writing on a laptop? Writing on yeah, final draft. Writing on a laptop. Yeah, Scri- like cool. scripts. I got to get that. Yeah, you should. It's really, um, it's like 300 bucks, but it's worth it. If you, if you write a lot, it's worth it. But, uh, yeah, I just wrote this thing about two people uh, talking, man and a, a woman talking on a rooftop, and uh, figured out some is shit it, is about... It, is it called The Room? No, it's called Dog. Oh. It's called Dog. Remember The Room? We watched part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, two shit, people yeah. on a rooftop. <laughs> two people on a rooftop talking, and then one tries to push the other off. All right, so... This week you did some writing. I did some writing, and nice. I, I feel very good when I'm done writing nice. the short film because I'm. I learn about the. Th- I learn about myself a little bit more, hmm. which is therapeutic, and and also about like this thing that these characters are talking about. If that makes sense, right, right, right. Uh, do, you, do you research like your last short film was mm-hmm. about Alex Ernst being paranoid about the government? Did yeah. you do any like research like? Google, like, what do paranoid people think? No, no, I just, I, I was like, 
typing as as this character, and I was like, what would this character be thinking uh-huh. that is happening to him? And oh, he'd think that everyone, the government's after him, and he. And then I was like, oh, why? Why would he think that? Oh, because he found this thing, this memory card, and like, oh, why does he think the memory card's there? Right. Oh, it's because the the fluoride and the water supply is mind controlling people. And yeah. So when you wrote that, did you have it mapped out, or like, how did you freak? When did you decide that Alex got drugged and that's why he's acting crazy? Did you know that was going to happen? No, I didn't. I, oh, I didn't. I only knew that when because I don't. I don't know how the thing goes usually when I when I write. I just okay. kind of start writing, cool. and uh, so I realized it toward the end of his his monologue. I was like, "Well, what's going to happen now? Like, what's going to be the big? There has to be an ending to this. Is he going to shoot me? What's going to happen?" And I was like, "Oh, it'd be kind of funny if like this was all like a prank." Pretty much right. from his roommate, and then I just wrote that in there, and and I liked how um, you had David in it in vlog style too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like filming it as David almost, and just that fucking was, with his friend. That was a perfect way to like naturally have someone in Alex's life want to fuck with him that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's definitely something that could happen. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, like, like that. Even like when I wrote that, I was I felt really good after because I was like, oh yeah. these kind of people actually do exist, like who believe all these things. And then I I was like, oh, maybe I believe them too. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm the the character that's like, oh, actually none of that's true. Let me ask you a a few more tangible questions about your process. Sure. Question one, what time do you wake up? Whenever I wake up, which is usually like 11. Okay, yeah, I woke up at 12 today. I felt pretty bad about (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> I actually woke up at twelve like a couple days ago. It was that was uh, it's ah, yeah. awful feeling. Yeah, I'm on a terrible sleep schedule. I just yeah. need to wake up at eight, no matter how hard it hurts. That way, it gets realigned. Your yeah, sleep yeah. schedule gets realigned. Uh, let's see. Do you exercise frequently? Every day. No days off. No days off. Well, I never the legs though, right? No, always. The legs. <laughs> <laughs> I actually exercise the legs quite a bit. I just I don't can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't eat. I don't eat like. As much as a bodybuilder, because I don't work every part of my body. Because I have a herniated disc in my neck, so I can't do certain exercises that are heavy lifting or anything. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I can't. I just can't. And um, so I don't. I don't eat a lot because then I'll, I'll just get like fat, and then I just don't want to. I just don't want to get fat again. You know. Cool. All right, we, we're gonna reset. Not. Don't do it. I'm gonna. We'll, we'll just wrap it up. Want to wrap uh, it up? I'll tell you what I've been doing this sure, past go ahead. week to progress my career. And the answer is nothing. Nice. Just jerking off a lot. Uh, Sweet. Jerking off. And, and I've been crying a lot, which is good for you. But I, I cry while I jerk off. So do you use your tears as lubrication? I sure do, pal. How do you know? You've done it before. Yep. It's called, what is, what's that move called? Uh, shame. Shame. Yeah, the, the shame. It's called the shame. No, uh, today... Or this past week, I battled some laziness. I got a, on a bad sleep schedule, falling asleep at like five. Then I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I have to sleep till eleven now. I'll just hit the hours in. So that that was bad. Um, but what's good that I've done this past week? Um, I'm doing open mics. A week ago, oh, less than a week ago, I did a stand up show. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm just trying to. Lately, I've been trying to eat a lot better. Yeah, I've not started exercising again. Yeah. But uh, tomorrow I set up a meeting uh, with a producer tomorrow. We're going to talk about a TV show idea that we both want to do. Sure. So that's good. Nice. 
today I posted an Instagram video that bombed miserably. <laughs> Probably going to delete it. Sure. The only reason I delete stuff is because that's how I make a living. So I was doing, doing brand deals. So if a brand sees a video do terribly, they might not want to hire me. Yeah. So I, I feel guilty about deleting it. But maybe if this podca- when this podcast goes up, if you see a video uh, about Jay-Z... No, that that's the one that bombed miserably, and that's what I'm referencing right now. And you decided to keep it up. If you I decided to keep it up. If you see it. It means it got featured and got some good numbers, so I can keep it up now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, meeting tomorrow, or this week, eating healthy. Nice. Shooting with Manon. If you want to mm. join me tomorrow, one to three. Yeah, I got... Uh, I want to do some stand-up. <laughs> I want to do open mic tomorrow. Uh, I'm actually going to Orange County tomorrow. Oh, that's right. So I can't, can't do anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any... Definitive like secrets to what I've been doing lately. But you do stand up, and stand up's therapeutic for you, isn't it? Yeah, in actually, just just recently, like two weeks ago, I did an open mic in Santa Monica. Just an open mic. Yeah, well, there was a crowd there. It was like a good open mic, and I was lucky to be. My name got drawn at a good time. Did three minutes of new material. Did very well, and I felt so alive. Yeah, I felt like so happy. Yeah, which is kind of scary. It kind of makes me scared. Scared sometimes. Why? Just like, fuck, that made me feel really fucking great. You I don't know why scared. that scares No, me. no, no, I, I can see that because it's like, it's like if that's the thing that makes me really fucking great, then I'm almost like a slave to that for a little bit. Or like, are you afraid of what... You know what, I, know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid of... I feel burdened by the fact that the only thing that makes me happy is like artistic stuff. Sure. And that's not a rational... Career choice. That's what. I, that's one reason why I want to do this podcast about pursuing your dreams. Because mm-hmm. I need to shut that voice off in my head of the fear voice. Yeah. Because I, it, when I get super happy about stand up, I'm like, fuck. Why does this have to make me happy? Why can't I be happy with a normal job? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> you're also like, because this makes me happy, but it's also the way I make my living. Yeah. So it's like also. So it's like you're a tortured artist in a way. Well, I, I don't know. That sounds a little too cool, but <laughs> no, that's what that's what it is. It's, it's just it makes know. me happy, and it, but it's also a very difficult business. Sure, I've been fortunate so far with comedy. Music yeah. didn't work out, but I get scared. Like, God damn it! Why? Why? Why this? Why can't it be something more stable? Why can't I get <laughs> happy by being a nurse? Yeah, right. Why can't I get my excitement out of some just anything else that's more of yeah. a yeah, a tomorrow, terrible thing. Tomorrow for us is Tuesday. Yep. Let's fucking rise and grind, dude. I got a full day tomorrow, dude. I'm going to kill it. And I'm going to get home at 11 and order pizza and ruin it all. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> all right. No, no. I'm this podcast kidding. is long. This is a long yeah, this one. This is a long-ass podcast. How and long is this? the second one we've done tonight. Yeah. So we've recorded about an hour and a half of footage, but the half... Fuck, okay, fuck it, just fuck what I'm saying. At Producer Adam, how long are we in? Yeah, how long are we? Uh, 77 minutes. 77 minutes, that's Holy like two hours. Holy <laughs> shit. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh-huh. Uh, Brandon, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me in the back alley of a sizzler. <laughs> Sweet, any given sizzler. Sure. Every single one, you're there. Well, you know, it's like you find me, it's like a special occasion. I'm like a unicorn for do sizzler. Want, do you want to shout out your uh, Twitter? Uh, no, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, it's BJ Calvio, but it's like, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, watch, everything. watch Brandon's latest short film on a, your YouTube page, which is what? Uh, it's just my name. It's Brandon Calvio. Brandon Calvio. Yeah. All right. My name is Ryan. Rye. Rye Dune. Rye Dune. Rye Dune.
Full last name Muldoon. That's another story. But you can catch me everywhere on social media at Rydoon. Uh, d- all right, I'm going to take a photo of the three of us and post it on my Instagram story the day this is uploaded. So check out my Instagram if you're listening. Check out how fucking fat Brandon looks in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm not going to the gym enough. <laughs> all right, that's a wrap. You feel good about it? It's pretty, it pretty long, but I think you, we figured well, it out. Wow, yeah, we, we... No, I think we, no, I think it was good. It was long because we did it twice. Sure, yeah, we did do it twice. Thanks to technical difficulties. Oh. That was a burp. A classic burp from Brandon. That's a good way to end it. All right, have a good night. Peace. <laughs>